Hi, I'm Catherine Gray, founder of She Angel Investors and co-founder of the She Angels Foundation. I'm also the podcast host of Invest in Her and an award-winning producer, author, and TEDx speaker. Our show, Invest in Her, features phenomenal female founders and funders. As you know, women receive less than 2% of venture capital funding. Our series is about accelerating the funding of women by connecting them to funding resources. Let's meet today's guest. My guest today, B. Pagels Minor, has been recognized in Silicon Valley as one of the top 40 under 40. B. has created products for such renowned companies as Netflix and Apple. B., welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Catherine. You bet. Um, I love your website. You know, on your website, you mention not only do you create products, which I want to talk about what products those are and how amazing mm -hmm. you are. Uh, you also do executive coaching, yes. uh, keynote speaking. Mm -hmm. You are an activist. Mm -hmm. And I love on your site, you say you're a truth teller. Yes. I've never seen that on someone's site. And I also think... Who doesn't want to do business with a truth teller? You know, that's what I think, too. It's actually really funny. I, I struggled with that at first because I was like, oh, this is supposed to be a business website. But the thing is, is how can you do good business if you don't first show people who you are? Right? I love and it. I really, really, you know, truth teller is something that really feels very important to me. I love it. And, you know, when I read it, I said to myself, you just emanate that. Like when I met you, I liked you. I uh, met you at Gangels. Yes, which yes, is, Gangels. Yeah, mm -hmm. the LGBTQ Angels group that uh, Lorenzo Theoni uh, is a co-founder. And, um, you know, when we met at that event, I'm like, I want to know this person. And um, I also want to share that you share in your bio that you are a trans non-binary lesbian. Correct. Right. And, you know, let's explain, you know, what that means, and uh, I know you just had a baby, you have this mm -hmm. beautiful wife and family, uh, so let's first like get to know your background, and then let's talk about, you know, this amazing technology creations that you create for these uh, renowned companies, and also, I really want to focus today on you being an angel investor, so, but That's first a little bit about you. Yeah. So first and foremost, um, I'm happy that you actually brought that up. So the first the first thing that we have to remember is that there's a difference between sexuality and gender. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, so I was born, uh, you know, assigned female at birth. And because I'm also an 80s baby, it took me a long time to figure out who the heck I was. And so I first came out in college as a lesbian. Right. And so what that really means is that I am attracted to other females right mm -hmm. um, I know what that means exactly <laughs> I, well you know for your guests who may not who may not it's like I'm exclusively attracted to other females but I'm also exclusively attracted to other females who also are attracted to other females right yes. Yes. so it's a, it's, a, it's a pretty exclusive club yeah. uh, to a certain extent but then I'm also trans right and so what that means is that I don't feel as though I am a woman or a man like I don't really identify if actually if I had to put it like a calculation it would be like 52% masculine like 48% like feminine um, and you know I do represent as a masculine of center but if you if you ask my wife so my wife is a beautiful femme looking human but she's literally the one who wears the tool belt at home because I don't know nothing about that like I'm really good <laughs> with making the cocktails and wearing the apron and so you know what it really says is that my gender representation is outside of the, the, the norm um, but I still identify as a lesbian because that's exactly who I've always been attracted to who I've always loved and that community you know has been 
is probably one of the most important things to help develop me, right? You know, coming out in college, growing up with the lesbians, softball lesbians, the bet lesbians, you know, the Shane lesbians. That, being, wait, that's because you grew up in Mississippi, right? Well, I, so I originally, yeah. I was originally born in Mississippi and then um, I went to high school in Tennessee and then I went to college actually in North Carolina before realizing I need to get out of the South. And so I actually ended up going to Northwestern for college in, in, in Evanston, which is right outside of Chicago. And then I lived in Chicago for the next 12 years. And so Chicago, oh my gosh, which by the way, Chicago is my favorite city in the whole world. If you've never been in Chicago, figure out how to get to Chicago because yeah. it's really great. But it's also a really great community. The LGBTQ community in Chicago is just really, really excellent. And so it was really, really a huge part of like my foundation. And in fact, many of my first career opportunities were primarily because I knew people from the LGBTQ community who were like, oh, go talk to this person. They're going to help you get a job and wow. you know, all this other type of stuff. So it was a really tremendous part of my foundation. That's great that it's such a supportive community of helping each other. Um, yeah, I've heard that about Chicago. A friend mm -hmm. of mine just made a movie about uh, a club there that uh, really was one of the first to... Um, I think have a gay club in mm -hmm. Chicago and it's their story. Um, I have to get you the name of it. Yes. Um, so, um, okay, so that's your background, that's your story. That's kind of how you ended up here in LA, uh, getting involved in the tech world, right? Yeah, so I actually, so in 2018, I was recruited out to work at Apple. Um, actually, I was speaking at a conference in um, San Francisco called Lesbians Who Tech. I got off the stage and one of the recruiters was just like, hey, you know, you seem pretty cool. You know, yeah. have you ever considered working at Apple? And I was like, who hasn't considered working yeah, at Apple? Yeah, hello. Right, especially <laughs> if you work in tech. And so they recruited me um, to the Bay Area. We moved to Los Gatos. I do not recommend if you're under a certain age moving to Los Gatos as your first step, by yeah. the way. It closes at 10. That was not a good situation oh for us. As, That's you know. Beverly Hills, too. <laughs> exactly. I know, but we're also, I was like, this is the most money we've ever made, and we're pretty young, and we don't have anywhere to go to oh spend our gosh. money. Wow. This is a problem. Yeah. Yeah, so this is a whole situation. But working at Apple is great. So I, I worked on the App Store, uh, specifically a product called App Store Connect. So App Store Connect is essentially the portal that every single developer has to submit their app through oh. in order for it to actually appear in the App Store. Wow. And so, I, you know, it's really like the heart of the app store yeah and it was really great though because then i got to ha i got all this exposure right you know because you know my customers was anyone who's ever considered making an app so yeah. that's everyone from ea you know microsoft google to you know the kid in ethiopia who decides to just create an app because they want to track water right and so one of the cool things about that role and i think was very a transformational point for me is that i realized every single day when we made decisions we were creating an opportunity for people to have life-changing life-altering wow. financial windfalls right oh my god that's so cool yeah, and it really was cool and so like it really became like a badge of honor i think actually if you think about most of the people who are behind the app store we really recognize that we really recognize recognize the fact that we changed lives wow. with the App Store. And so it really kind of changes your whole perspective on scale too. Because also when I would submit, you know, when we would create something and it would go out there in the world, you know, millions of people just on the developer side would see it. And then on the, the you know, the, on the flip side, on the consumer side, billions of people would be looking at this new thing that you've wow. added. And so it is, it's just, it's really, really incredible. Wait, wait, did that impact you wanting to invest in companies? A little bit. So so one, so there's two things about the Apple thing. So one, it was the most money we'd ever made. And I was yeah. just like, wait, so we actually have disposable income here. Like, how do we actually reinvest this, right? So yes. my wife and I both really believe in doing transform transformative work, right? Yes. And so what that means is, is that 
it's like part of that's charitable, right? You know, so like we we founded a, a scholarship at my my university, Northwest University, to help Black women, and that's the WMXN. So any, you know, basically, I, I just didn't want anyone who had my similar background to ever struggle to go to college. Right. And so, Wait, and wh how do people find that? What is so that? The, the name of the scholarship is the Susie A. Franklin Scholarship, and it's at Northwestern University. Oh. Um, and actually, yeah, if anyone wants to donate to scholarships at Northwestern, you actually can donate to our scholarship too. Um, but it's really really great. And, and, and why that? name so that's my mother's name so my mother oh, my I mother yeah so my mother unfortunately she passed away in 2012 um, from from a very minor disease but you know again this is why healthcare is so important you yes. know she went to a hospital for sore throat and she didn't make it out oh my and gosh. so it's been one of the privileges of my life is trying to tell people about her story and so in fact with the scholarship one of the first things I asked them I was like can I write a, a note to every scholarship recipient to let them know who the person is that wow. they're getting a scholarship from oh and why how important she was so that oh her God, name never really goes I, I away. I want to cry. That's such yeah. a beautiful story. Yeah, you know, it's it's really great. You know, it's really well, it's really great being able to honor the people who deserve it, right? Yeah. You know, sometimes people think about celebrities and they're like, oh well celebrities are no, that's actually not. It's usually everyday people who really create tremendous impact and change. And, and I think that's part of the story. And one thing I want to say is, you know, I love that you invest in for profit and nonprofit mm -hmm. because most women will invest in nonprofit, but not for profit. Right. And so I'm glad you're doing both and that you're making a point here that it is important to do both. Yes. And we are underrepresented in both of those arenas. In nonprofit, we get less than 2.6% for women and girls' causes. In for profit, in the venture capital world, we get less than 2%. So it's so important that women. And, and LGBTQ and uh, BIPOC, all people uh, that are the underserved communities start investing in their own people. And I love that that's what you do. Yeah, and that's yeah. how you do transformation work, right? Mm -hmm. You know, because, so there's there's two things. Obviously the nonprofit's really important because you're creating this layer of security, right? Mm -hmm. That you're creating this opportunity for individuals who wouldn't have that opportunity. Right. So that's a really great investment just naturally. Like I think about it when I, when I donate to my local community, I'm creating excellence. Mm -hmm. And that excellence hopefully will pay back off, right? right. Like over time. Yes. But then when you think about it from a for-profit for perspective, there's two things there. So one, you need to create economic viability for yourself, right? And I think mm -hmm. that's what people, people are always like, I can survive. It's like, no, why are you just surviving? Right. Right. Like you could do more than survive. You can create a windfall to yourself that allows you to do more of this transformation work, right? right? And then also be healthy and happy, right? Healthy and happy people create more success, right? Absolutely. And so it's just it's a self-fulfilling prophecy when you invest in that way. And then secondly, obviously from a for-profit perspective, you can go out and find the companies that you're most passionate about that other people may not be nearly as passionate about. Right. And so as a result, you end up with creating, again, more of this positive transformational change right. with these for-profit companies too. Right. So it's all about the cyclical effect that you can actually create by looking at both sides of this puzzle. Right, and it's so important that your message get out to uh, our LGBTQ community, to uh, uh, you know people of color, uh, to women in general, because we are the ones that have not been investing in for-profit. Yes. And investing in our own kind is what's going to uh, provide more funding. But 
also more wealth. And I'm glad you brought that up. You know, you had shared with me that you and your wife put a certain percentage of your income into this uh, investing as an angel investor or as a limited partner in a venture capital fund uh, to build your wealth. But at the same time, we're doing good. We're helping people. What, What kind of things have you invested in? Yeah, so I'm really across all over the board, right? Because I'm just a curious person. Yes. So for me, me like my my biggest thesis is, it's just, you know, does this solve something real in the world, right? Like, does this solve something that's important that's that's actually going to create some positive change, right? Right. So I've done everything from, you know, um, aeronautical companies to space companies to, you know, companies that are trying to, to solve, like, process issues, you know, operations type things and so you know we probably have 40 or 50 investments and if you looked at our portfolio you would just go and you would say i really don't understand what b is trying to do and so you actually start drilling down these companies you're like every single one of these companies does something really awesome for the world right yeah they solve some really simple problem that you know i was just like oh my gosh it's like why didn't i think of this idea right and so it's just been really really great kind of going through this process and, and kind of investing in different people and by contrast for instance i haven't invested in nearly as much blockchain right because right. like I don't think that there's enough you know, clear use cases for it that are like very that are that that makes sense to me that right. I'm saying this is sustainable for five, ten, fifteen, or twenty years. Right. So like that's kind of how like my thesis is like like you know especially as a product manager when I you know one of the the, the really interesting things about being uh, when you interview for product manager roles is that they always ask you to do some kind of like product sense type thing. So it's like you know take some really big problem right. and try to figure out how you would solve it. Right. And so whenever I look at these companies, I'm always just like, you did not pro- you did not pass the interview question. I was like, I don't think this is how you solve this problem. So if right. you can't pass the question, yeah. then I, I can't invest in you. Well, that's interesting. And I just uh, want to always use this platform to encourage more atypical investors to invest, which would be women, uh, LGBTQ, BIPOC, women of color, uh, people of color, you know, we're lacking in that. That's why we're not getting the funding is because we're not recognizing ourselves at the table. Mm-hmm. And so I like your messaging about that, that you're actually doing it. And by doing it, you encourage others to. Yeah. And I like that you take a certain percentage of your income and say, I'm going to invest this in that arena of angel investing. Because I think so many uh, people in those categories, women, LGBTQ, uh, people of color often will put money into the stock market or uh, bonds or real estate, but they don't realize what an incredible opportunity it is over here in the investment world. And that's really what I try to do every week is pull back the curtain and say there's a whole investment world out there that you need to know about, that you can be part of. You could go to an angel group and learn about investing. And that is another question I had for you. When you decided to step into that arena of angel investing, how did you feel confident enough to know what you were doing? Did you join an angel group? Did you have some friends that were angels? Like, what was that path? Yeah, so first I started off, um, actually, I started off asking some friends. You know, I was just like, how do you actually invest? Like, literally, that was my first question. Yeah. I was like, I don't really understand how you actually invest. 
Um, and so then they re they were like, you know, there's these groups so like, you know, Gay Angels is an example. Yes. I'm also a part of a, a group called the Purple Arch Fund, um, which is Northwestern's um, uh, venture fund. Well, it's a venture fund associated with Northwestern alumni. I was like, because Northwestern does not have and a venture fund. I've noticed that most universities, just to interject, um, have their own alumni venture funds now. Exactly. I, I know my alma mater does too. Well, so that's a good place for well, people and, to start. And it's not only just like, you know, university alumni, but also alums of like groups of friends. It's Airbnb has a, a mm -hmm. venture group, right? The Airbnb mm -hmm. alums. So yeah. there's a lot of different ones that you actually probably are just in your local community right. that actually do a lot of venture investing. There's also like Angelus um, Ventures, which has also been really great because you can kind of see lots of different types of deals. And you can also um, um, reach out to people who have syndicates. So syndicates are usually like one or one, but less than like 10 people usually. Um, people who've come together and they have access to deals and then they provide access to those deals to people who are kind of out there in the world type of thing. Um, and so it started off with talking to those folks and then they provided this list of names and actually started talking to those folks. You know, for instance, I, I applied to Gangels and then I asked them lots of questions. And then you actually start seeing, once you um, become a member or you had get access to this information, what's really great is that a lot of them have lots of data points that they provide to you, they share with you. They give you lots of context on why a deal is good or why a deal is not good. So it starts to like, literally, it just like starts changing your brain because you start looking at these like fundamental things that they say, oh, well, this is really good. And you're like, oh, okay, I, I didn't realize that that's such an important factor when thinking about an investment. And so that's really part of it. It's like most of these, yeah. mo uh, there's a lot of these good syndicates that are really good about like being very kind and educating you. And so you have to find that too. So I would really highly suggest looking for the ones that are really have an educational component to their work. Too. Absolutely, because there are so many things. I think that's the reason people don't do it is because they don't understand it. Nobody wants to jump into something they don't understand. And they have to realize that it's more than, um, hey, do I like this product? Like I think a lot of people jump in and say, oh, there's no way this product isn't going to be a home run. But you're not looking at all the other variables, mm -hmm. like who is the team? How much funding do they have? How much experience do they have? What connections do they have? What business do they have already? You know, I think a lot of times people just get caught up and then they make a mistake and then they lose money and then they go, oh, you can't make money doing that. Yep. You know, so it's important to do it the right way, but now there's so many tools and opportunities out there, like you said, that have that educational component. Uh, so I'm so glad you brought that up because, um, yeah, I, I want to encourage people every week to look into the possibility of becoming an angel investor or limited partner in a venture capital fund. That's really what's going to move the needle of why uh, women LGBTQ and people of color get less than 2% of all the funding right now. So wrong. Hello. Let's change it. We can change it, right? Yes. It takes it takes us. Nobody's going to fix it. We have to be proactive. Yeah. Well, you know, and, and I think, you know, just like to one that, that made me think of two things. So first, you know, you talked about this fear of like losing, right? So first and foremost, if you've invested in the stock market over the last few yeah. months, Hello. Like this, last few, this last few months have been terrifying, right? So we know that there's no such thing as a sure thing. Right. The only sure thing is that we're going to pay taxes. Right. That's the only <laughs> thing that we know for a fact. Death and taxes. Um, so, so first and foremost, I think that's something to keep in mind. And so this is why this has to be a practice. And that's why like, I, I stick to a certain percentage, because you, if you do it over time, it's just like any stock. It's just like any you know, real estate. You may have you know, three to four lemons. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But that fifth one. Mm -hmm. Holy crap. 
That yes. could be really, really epic. Right. And you could make way more money than you could in the stock market. Yes, you could. Yeah. You're yes. on the ground floor of a company exactly. that becomes a unicorn, you know, 50 times return or more. Exactly. So yeah. and, and so all of this is about patience. Yeah. Right. So it's yes. about patience. It's about getting smarter as you do it. It's about, you know, as, as you, you know, so for instance, like my wife and I are debt free now. And so like, for instance, that completely changes the trajectory of how we think about investing. Yes. Right. Because yes. all of a sudden, you know, we start off like just for context, also for folks, our first few few agent investments were like five hundred thousand dollars right and so then it eventually became more because we had more income over time so also like i think the other thing is don't be intimidated by thinking that it has to be this large amount like you're not going to be the biggest check that any company gets most likely right if you're an individual the biggest check is going to be from one of those really big you know venture companies or something like that what you're doing is augmenting that that puzzle for them and helping them get get them a little bit further with what you're doing as an angel investor and i think when you think about that it takes a little bit of the burden off of you because it's like you're the helper you're not the big bat right and as the helper you know you can also you can help not only with financial funds but you know depending on how the situation works you might also become someone who becomes a consultant for that company too and i think that's the thing that i've really liked is being able to actually be available to the companies that i've invested in and actually have some actual relationships and provide a little bit of my context and like my experience to kind of help them uh, build a better product um, because that's like because and, and the cool thing about that is it also the self-fulfilling prophecy right it's like if I can help them be more successful then that means that my investment is more likely to come through yeah. so it's also you know I'm, I'm playing both sides I have a little thumb on the on the, the scale to try to, to even out my my investment returns and I have to say if a, a technology company or whatever um, has you as an investor and you're so revered in Silicon Valley. How lucky are they? Yeah. Um, and I always tell that to uh, those seeking funding is that it's not always about just getting the money. It's about getting that person, that investor's uh, mentorship, expertise, connections. That's what makes the investment exceptionally valuable. Um, you know, I'd be remiss if I didn't circle back to Netflix because yes. you've been involved with Netflix. Uh, tell us what you did for them. Yeah. So when I first was at Netflix, I was a, a data product manager. So I built out all of the membership and finance data products. So think about it as, you know, they're the CFO. When the CFO is trying to figure out how much revenue um, the company actually made, how much revenue the company is going to have, uh, those are types of things that we kind of figured out. Tax, you know, tax authorities making sure that we know exactly how much tax we need to pay, being compliant, um, and then also, you know, really, you know, one of the things that I, I, you know, was really excited about is this idea of kind of changing it from this conversation of how much money we're going to make to how much money should we be making in order to support the content slate that you know Netflix wants to produce over time. So it's a really it was a really cool job. And then the second half I actually worked on the gaming team. So the so Netflix has gaming. I know some people don't know because it's still kind of you know, it's still kind of in its beginning stages, but, you know, helping to build out and think through all of the systems needed to launch games on Netflix, as well as the various mobile platforms as well. Cool. Well, hey, thanks so much for sharing your insight, your wisdom. Um, I so appreciate having you on the show. Um, how can people reach you, B? Yeah, so first and foremost, you know, I have to thank my wife um, because Pagels was her last name. So I'm literally the only B Pagels minor in the world. I was not the only B minor, which was interesting, <laughs> but I am the only B Pagels minor in the world. So Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, all those places are really great. 
If you want to talk um, professional stuff, I would suggest LinkedIn because I usually think professional things when I go to LinkedIn. If you want to shoot the shit, which I'm perfectly <laughs> fine with, and talk about <laughs> silly things, including yeah. the fact that a seven-month-old uh, boy is very complicated and just likes to smack the heck out of me, you can catch me on Twitter. And again, it's B. Pagels Minor, everyone in the world. And I'm glad you uh, did the pronunciation because we had that conversation this morning. I didn't know if it was Pagels. You told me <laughs> one time somebody said Pagels Minor, and you're yes. like, no, we're not that fancy. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So it is B. Pagels Minor. Uh, you can find uh, them on uh, uh, LinkedIn, uh, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, Facebook? I guess I do yeah, have okay. Facebook too. Yes. <laughs> and of course, you can find she find Chi Angel Investors uh, also on um, Facebook, Twitter, um, Instagram, and me, Catherine Gray. Invest in her on Instagram as well, as well as my LinkedIn. We really appreciate you tuning in and uh, hope that you've gotten some golden nuggets to take along your way as far as investing in other companies, especially underserved communities that are founders with game-changing ideas that are going to impact the planet, and they can only do it with funding, and also encouraging uh, the founders out there with great ideas to seek the funding through these new funds that are popping up that are created by LGBT community and about and by women founders and people of color. More and more of those funds are popping up, giving all of us opportunities in that arena. Thank you so much for tuning in. Make it a great week. Thank you, B, for being an amazing guest. Remember, if you're looking to launch a business or grow your business, check out our e-course, Six Ways to Fund Your Business, available at SheAngelInvestors.com.